Happy Tuesday, everyone. I'm your host, Julie Townsend, and you're listening to Downtown Dish. And uh, this week, we are going to be talking with uh, a new business owner, a business that's coming into downtown in the next few months. And so we're very excited uh, to talk with Jeannie Folder. And we'll get to Jeannie in just a moment. But before we get to Jeannie, I just want to remind everyone uh, that the farmer's farmer's market is back in full swing, uh, 8 to 2 on Saturdays, 100-plus vendors along Kentucky Avenue. So you want to make sure that you're coming out to the farmer's market uh, each Saturday to get your produce and uh, some ready-to-eat street food and breads and uh, all kinds of great sauces. There's just a lot of great things at the farmer's market. And you can pick up gifts, too, like jewelry or clothing. There's all kinds of fun things at the farmer's market. Or just people watch. You can do that, too. We want your money, but, you know, we'll, we'll take just just your bodies. <laughs> so, uh, Jeannie, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I'm happy to be here. So, Jeannie, uh, you currently have a business in downtown Bartow called Unfiltered, correct? That is correct. And by the word on the street is that Unfiltered is uh, you're going to open a second location right here in downtown Lakeland. Well, actually, it's our third location. Oh, okay. So yes. sorry. Yeah. Where is the other? It's down in Punta Gorda, and we opened January of this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you just opened a second location. So Bartow was your original. That's correct. And then you opened a second location, and now you're working on your third. That is, that's bold. Yep, it, it is bold, but it just has to be. So we, we set out to do it. And we're going to continue on. Well, I visited downtown Bartow uh just about a month or so ago uh, for a, a business meeting. And then we took a small tour of the downtown Bartow uh, businesses and shops. And I was just, you know, as the downtown director and, you know, I'm always like, what's going on? Let's, you know, <laughs> like we love Lakeland, you know, all of that good stuff. But I got to give props to my other downtowns in, in this community. Um, Bartow is a very quaint little downtown. It's got a lot of great shops, uh, and I was really impressed with um, the businesses that were there, the sort of um, the substance to the businesses. So we walked into your business and I at the time had had heard that you guys were coming uh, to downtown Lakeland. And we'll talk about where in, in just a few minutes. But um, what what is unfiltered for those who have no idea what your business is? Well, unfiltered is a three part business. And this is kind of the guts of it. We are an event space, a coffee house, and then also a marketplace. We sell 100% artist merchandise. We don't do anything mass produced. Prior to this, when I left my big girl job in 2014, <laughs> I started a market called the Beatnik Exchange. And so the Beatnik Exchange was a traveling market that did pretty much the same thing. So we started there. Gosh, it feels like a lifetime ago, but 2014, mm. and, and some of those people are still with me to this day. So we just, we tra- we didn't intend on transitioning in, but one thing led to another and led to another. And kind of a funny bit on that was the market had been winding down because it was just so saturated. And I, I had a store next to the vintage warehouse in Lakeland with a partner and just our lease was coming up. We're like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. I, I'm a clothing designer by trade. And oh. so- I decided I, I was just going to not deal with people. It just I was done dealing with people, and I just wanted to hole away and sew for a while. And I went to Bartow, and my, my, my great friend Kim Hancock that owns Rough and Natural said, you know, I have this space upstairs I'm moving out of. It'd be a great place for you to sew. So I went and looked at it, and the guy that owned the building said, you know, do you love old buildings? Well, 
I, I grew up in old buildings, in, in train stations, in the back of a car. And so for me, I've always navigated toward those. It's like, let me show you what I bought. And so we walked over to the location I'm at now. And the minute I walked in mm. the door, I say all the time that building chose me. Mm. It was almost a calling. It, it was just like, yeah, you're not leaving me behind. And so what are we going to do with you? And that's how <laughs> we landed in Bartow, honestly. So it wasn't this, you know, necessarily five-year plan no, of yours. It's not sort at of all. It just sort of happened to you, which <laughs> yep. is good. That's yep. great. And what, what, what year was that? That was 2019. Okay. Right at 2019. It was a year in construction. And then we opened um, March 5th of 2020 and closed 10 days later. Because of I was about to say March yep. 5th, you yep. poor thing. Yes. March 12th, I yes. think, or, or the, no, maybe it was, I think it was the 12th was the day that everything went downhill. Crazy. Oh, it yeah. was crazy. Oh my gosh. That must've freaked you out. It did um, <laughs> because we started with one thought in mind. Um, like I said, I'm a clothing designer and I've historically, even when I work full time and raising my kids, I always had a side hustle. And so I've always surrounded myself with, you know, artistic kind of people. And so I always envisioned that I would have at some point in my life, this place where all of us artists could just make things hang out and be good. <laughs> and so that was the plan. We had 5,000 square feet, half up, half down. And upstairs, there were 14 of us artists on the oh, top wow. floor. And then coffees seemed like the natural thing because I always, I grew up in the back of a car and, you know, my dad gave us coffee from the time I was teeny tiny. And <laughs> I don't know, the whole thing just felt like it was going to work. So we opened the coffee shop and retail downstairs and we all were working upstairs and we were going to do artist classes. Well, oh. when COVID came, that was to be no more. Mm. So. No one came after that. You know, no one was gathering. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. during how long were you? I mean, I guess you were closed the same amount of time every other retail store was sort of mandatorily closed. <laughs> we were. We laugh about it now. We were closed about six months and we were doing takeout dinners. Mm. And from day one, I, I, I never really wanted to do food. Like I just didn't want to do food. I didn't have interest. But I did want to bake. I, mm. I had baked for um, Concord Coffee when they first opened up and I had baked for some other places in my lifetime for spare money and everything. So baking was good because I knew I could do that. Right. So just baked goods and coffee quickly turned into like Salisbury steak and pick up <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> and it was yeah. crazy. I mean, we would count. We still, we would get green beans out and we'd have 20 orders and then we'd have 30 and we'd have 30 filled and then five more. And we were taking green beans out of one and put it in another. <laughs> so it just, it became this really, this really crazy grind for us and all the artists upstairs, because, you know, anybody knows artists, we're pretty much always broke. So <laughs> all the artists upstairs that were going to make all this money had to go and get jobs. And mm. so before it was all over with, the upstairs was completely empty and we were shoveling out dinners on Friday night. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you're not shoveling out dinners anymore, right? You're no. back to just baked goods we're and back, coffee yeah, in the cafe. Baked goods cafe. and a light lunch. A light lunch. Yep, okay. Light lunch. All right. Yep. And then upstairs, what's going on there now? So upstairs, a dear friend of mine who's who's been my longest standing friend because I, I grew up on the road. So I never had, mm. I didn't know what it was like to develop these friendships. So my longest standing friend of 12 years kind of sitting on her butt at home doing nothing for a long time. And I kept nudging her, nudging her, nudging her. So now she has um, a clothing, a high-end clothing consignment shop on the second floor. It's called Cindy Cat's Closet. So she's up there, and we are diligently now working on getting our classes back up and running. In addition to that, we rent that out for event space. 
So half of the backside is overflow seating, event space, and now to be classes. So And classes for what? Classes for all kinds of things. Sewing, like mm-hmm. obviously that's a good match for me. So sewing and then our muralist, the, the girl that's been really patient with me and followed me around, <laughs> Linda Castles, who's local here in Lakeland and has done all our mural work. She teach, teaches painting and we have a silversmith. We teach baking, just just Whatever. anything. Yeah, yeah. We, anything we you welcome, have. <laughs> yep. Any artist can come in and teach. I mean, we're just about there now. Okay, great. Yeah. All right. Well, I know that um, we're going to have to take a break in a moment. So when we come back, we'll talk about what your Lake, where your Lakeland location is or will be, and then so what exciting. kind of things we can expect at uh, Unfiltered Lakeland Version. All right. Sounds like Stick a plan. Stick with us. <laughs> We're back. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. Uh, and we are talking today with Jeannie Folder. She is the owner of Unfiltered. And Unfiltered is currently a small business in downtown Bartow. And Jeannie, where was the other location? Downtown Punta Gorda. Downtown Punta Gorda. And soon to be downtown Lakeland. So we're very excited. Uh, your location in downtown will be in the space previously occupied by Poor Porker. That's correct. And that is uh, 801 East Main. It's at the corner of Lake and Main directly across from Texas, Texas Cattle. So, the you know, for those of you Lakelanders can get oriented on where that space is. Um, so, Jeannie, you were talking about your business model in the Bartow store. Uh, and how it kind of evolved post-COVID of, from what you had originally uh, designed for that space. So what is what can we expect with the Lakeland location? Well, ev- every one of my locations are, are same but different, if that makes any sense. <laughs> of when, course it does. <laughs> when I went in, I decided from day one if I was going to do this. It's not it's not a restaurant. I mean, what is it? And I get mm-hmm. this all the time. Like, what really are you? Because we, we have so much going on. But... We basically are home, and that's kind of how we look at it. I modeled this business after my home. Okay. So every single thing in all of these, um, in all three of these locations um, are upcycled. Nothing is new. I tell people all the time, <laughs> nothing is new but the toilets and the sinks in the bathroom. We have <laughs> went out and sourced, or I had, I'm almost embarrassed to say, um, most everything that's gone into these stores. So it, it's a home-like environment um, based on, Based on the way I grew up, I always thought that I would at some point in my life have the space where people could come and stay. So we're not your normal place where we need to, we want to turn over tables in 30 minutes and all this kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. We want to foster this thing that you come in. I mean, if you look at it, um, especially Lakeland location. So Lakeland, and I get really passionate talking about it, but (laughs) Lakeland offered me, you know, as it has grown and people outside of my circle you know, has started to believe in me and step up to the plate and get excited with me, has afforded me the opportunity to 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 make it even more of what feels good to me. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard for me to talk about design because design comes by way of one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. So like in Bartow, I started in one corner and just went around the room. Mm-hmm. And then we went upstairs and we were on the room. And and the Poor Porker location, which I probably have to get all the habit of saying, the unfiltered Lakeland location <laughs> is the same. Only the Lakeland location 
is very special to me because it's going to emulate travel. It's mm. um, an old gas station, right. right? And so I traveled my entire childhood. Um, and so we're going to, you can go there and think about all the places you've been, all the places you want to go, mm. um, and what's around each corner. So it's, it is it is going to be a different vibe, but still very homey um, in, a, in a modern way, mm-hmm. I would say. But we have big plans for that. We have, um, first and foremost, I get this question all the time. Julie just asked me about the beignets. Yes, we're keeping the beignets. Um, and, the, and the main reason, and I'm just going to tell you the truth, we're keeping the beignets is in homage to Jared and Robin. Mm-hmm. So I knew Jared and Robin down at Catapult when it was on South Florida Avenue. We sat across from them, and I watched them design this space. And so, you know, as I walk through there just today, I, my heart is with them. And mm-hmm. I've since reached out to both of them and said, you know, I'm going to try to carry this thing on in my own way but in honor of you, yeah. because I know I know what it's like uh, to be a dreamer and to lose that for whatever reason that mm-hmm. is, you know, whatever the universe puts out there. So we are keeping the beignets. Um, we're excited about that. I don't know that we will have the beignets all the time. We're open. Right. We're open. We're going to be open six days a week. Okay. So six days a week, and then we'll be open twelve hour days on Friday and Saturday. So we know beignets will at least come in on Friday and Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of costly to staff a beignet cart, you know. Yeah, with, with that business module. So. Yeah, I mean, you're probably not with the volume of people that live in Lakeland, the density of Lakeland. You're probably not going to get two thirty right. in the afternoon right. line for beignets. Right. That's that's fair. Yes. Um, but is it so? It's unfiltered. Is reference to what? Is that is that reference to the the, the coffee more or just how does that how does it explain the entirety of the space so unfiltered reference come as you are and just be who you are oh, it's just as simple okay. as that and so we're like i said we're multifaceted we are going to do weddings there we have leveled the courtyard yesterday oh wow. so what was before i just left there is completely gone other than the beignet cart and there's a little Shasta travel trailer out there, mm-hmm. but we've come, we took all the trees out. I mean, we are completely starting over. So it'll be beautiful for weddings. Oh, nice. um, and we have a huge outdoor stage. I don't want to let too much out of the bag, but one of the things I'm most excited about is we're, we're obviously challenged inside for space right. because it's not a real big building. Um, so we're doing an, a full outdoor kitchen. Okay. And so the outdoor kitchen will house an eight foot open air fireplace slash grill Mm. so we'll host different um different foodies in on friday nights and then on saturday night we'll have a grill master and we will do open fire grilling from from the grill right to your plate so we're excited about that because i you know that i don't know is being done we're actually going out to washington and taking um, a course out there on that so going to washington taking a course on that um when it's not in use for food we have several places that will will house fires, you know, fireplace fires at night, and you know the bands will be inside outside. We have four retail buildings going in with some great local retail partners. Um, some are just up and coming, mm. so it gives them the opportunity to house in and stay put for about six months, and you know, get a grasp on the market. And these are all people, for the most part, that. I've just known forever, mm. <laughs> you know, people, some of those are people that started with me upstairs in Bartow and okay. then had to bail for whatever reason. Yeah. So a lot of retail, a lot of food, um, ethos roasters coffee, because I'm very loyal 
to Elizabeth and them for opportunity. Elizabeth gave me coffee when I had no money and I was in a warehouse one time trying to get a business open, you know, so. She's a good girl. She's with us at the farmer's market every Saturday. We love her. She is. I remember, you know, her coming into this warehouse and I had a partner at the time and I'm like, I want to sell coffee. Like, it's just hot in here. And I'm like, I don't know. I want to sell coffee anyways. So (laughs) she's like, okay, well, we're going to sell coffee then. And so that's probably been, oh my gosh, five years ago. Wow. Yeah. So Well, that's great that, you know, you've built these relationships with these folks and now you can, you know, continue, help them continue their business with these uh, these business venues that you've got. So the retail, so there's a building there now. You're mm-hmm. building additional buildings? Well, there's a building there now, the main building. And then, you know, there's the little side room where Bearcat and Six yeah. was mm-hmm. there. So the little side room will be retail. That will house, I might as well get this out. You're the first one to hear it. <laughs> Yay. Um, that will house a um, brim bar. A hat bar. So you will be able to come and design your own hat oh. um, with lots of accessories, some hats already made in-house. And in addition to that, East of These, mm-hmm. Taylor at East of These is going to join me in there. Um, Cindy, my friend, is going to join me somewhat in there. But we've ordered three additional buildings to be brought in on property. Okay. So those will house retail partners as well. So those are like sort of small modular type mm-hmm. things. They What's are. the little small square footages, which mm-hmm. is exactly really what these small retailers need. I mean, one of the challenges that I've always faced in downtown Lakeland is that a lot of our parcels are just too large for retailers. They make great spaces for restaurants, which is why you see South Kentucky Avenue exploded with restaurants because those parcels were large enough to house the kitchens and the front of house, back of house. Uh, And then, you know, North Kentucky is where our, our stronghold is on retail and and, uh, but still, even some of those places are too big. So 500 square feet, you know, 1,000 square feet, right. that's kind of the sweet spot for a lot of these retailers that are just starting out. And we love to see, uh, you know, mention some names. And these are our farmer's market folks, too. They are, and we're and just, we have more out of that farmer's yes, market, oh, too. You can take all my merchants <laughs> I'm taking from them me. all. <laughs> but, you know, that's okay. We want to see that. We want to see them grow into retail spaces. That's one of our goals. And so we're very proud of them. So we'll continue talking with Jeannie Folder with Unfiltered when we come back from the break. We're back. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend, and I am talking today with Jeannie Folder. She is the owner of Unfiltered, and she owns three locations. One is coming soon, which is the third here right in downtown Lakeland. And um, the space that she's going to be occupying uh, is the 801 East Main space at the corner of Lake and Main. Uh, Many of you uh, will know that location by its previous um uh i guess attend well what what do we call that the the person that was occupying that space before unfiltered or the business was poor porker so we call it the poor porker space but we're trying to call it the unfiltered <laughs> the unfiltered space um poor porker uh was a great space it is Absolutely. a the space is a great space Absolutely. but how i wonder you know i it's it's a challenging space and as the person who runs downtown and 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 does all the events and uh you know it's it's hard to pull 
that side of downtown into the mix of all of the activity because it's 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 quite a distance from from the core of 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 our retail space but you've got the joinery over there now mm-hmm. uh texas cattle of course is right across the street and that's always always been there but you know the looking at it from you know a business perspective you might say that's a challenging space to be successful so what drew you to that space well, I can't, like, I have to have a space that visually speaks to me to be able mm-hmm. to design it. So I had looked, I had looked at coming to Lakeland several times, actually, before I even went to Bartow, and I just, I couldn't go in a strip mall. Like, I right. just couldn't. Yeah. And so to have a space that spoke to me was important to me. Now, a little bit of a sidebar, prior to us taking this on, I had no, I'm going to admit, I'd never been to the poor porker. Mm. Now I had sat across from them, like I said, as they were designing. But at the time, I was doing my own business, right. which was somewhat similar um, because we're this very nomadic, bohemian sort of vibe. <laughs> and so I just, out of respect for them, which might sound really weird, but out of respect for Jared and Robin, I just didn't want to go there. I didn't want people to be like, "Oh, she's over here, and now she's doing this." Right. You know. So I just completely, one hundred percent, say clear. Although we followed them on social media and cheered them on and sent many people there. Um, it was the building. Again, mm. it goes back to Bartow. It was just the the building itself and the fact that it was an old gas station felt like a, a, a great challenge for me. And I knew that I traveled so much as a child and as a young adult that I I don't I knew I could make magic. There. Mm-hmm. I just knew no matter where it could have been set in, in BFE somewhere and mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't have mattered to me because um, call it dumb or stupid or <laughs> I say all the time ignorance is bliss you know if you build it they will come it's kind of like field of dreams so <laughs> I, I never really worry too much about it setting on the outskirts um, maybe our pants are bigger than we really are and we thought well we've got this great following mm-hmm. they're going to come I, I believe they're going to come and I still believe they're going to come um, because why wouldn't they it's magic right? yeah so. well and one of the things that you have going for you is that uh, now we have the squeeze service which is the shuttle service are you aware I of am that? and they've reached out yeah. to me to get on the route yeah you yes. oh, you are on the route I mean yes. it stops right there yes. uh, and that takes all the folks from if you're already downtown and you you know that that helps bridge that gap right. between it's a beautiful walk uh, you know but certainly today is you know it's it's hot and uh, right. and and right. so evenings that are hot and 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 it's a long distance for those who don't necessarily you know aren't wearing the proper shoes that day or whatever now you have the ability to jump on the squeeze if you're in downtown or in the Lake Morton neighborhood or at one of the hotels uh, on Friday and Saturday nights and it just cre- it just helped us shrink the footprint of downtown in in terms of walkability. Nice. So I'm I'm excited about that uh, for you because I know that that will make people say, oh, well, we're just going to go pop over there and yeah. see what's going on go over see there. What's happening? So when you said your hours earlier, um, what what are your hours? Because you said obviously twelve hours on Fridays and Saturdays, right. but what are the hours for the well, rest? Well, they're of- not cast in stone yet. We're of course, still working yeah. on that a little bit. But I think what we've decided is to be the the late girls in town you know we've we've got hillcrest and we've got concord and we've got mitchell's and black and brew and all yeah. those places so we just decided why why don't plenty of people drink coffee later in the day right mm-hmm. and at night i do and so we're going to be the late girls i think is what we're going to do probably open at 11 we're going to monday through saturday we'll open right now we're thinking we'll open at 11 and stay open till six or seven mm-hmm. monday through thursday and then we'll open at 11 and i'm i'm thinking 10 on mm-hmm. friday 
nights. And Saturday, though, we may open early because of the farmer's market and all of that that's mm-hmm. going on. So we may open at 8 and stay open until 10 on Saturday. Yeah. you got to stay open. You know, you got to stay open to, to make some money and stay in business. So, you do. And yeah. that the, and, and certainly hours can be flexible when you right. first open a business. Obviously, people right. are, are OK with that. They're, you're trying to figure out that right. sweet spot. But I right. think that's really smart to not necessarily try to compete with right. the the people have their habits and their rituals already for, for morning coffee. And, you know, right. even, you know, a lot of folks that come into downtown, they they. They have to hide their cups for me because it says Starbucks on it, and I'm yeah. like, seriously? I know. We have we have Mitchell's, we have Delicious, we have Black and Brew, we have uh, you know all these great places you can get a cup of coffee. But I get it, you you know Dunkin' Donuts cups. I'm just like, oh, you're killing me. Right. So, but they drive through, you know that sort of thing. So, you know, there's there's all your competition is beyond obviously Absolutely. Down, even Absolutely. the downtown. And I gotta tell you, I love Brian over at Hillcrest. He he has been a mentor mm-hmm. to me. Not much in the recent. But right bef- before I was getting ready to open in Barto, he he sat with me and he was very good to my kid when my kid worked for him when he was in college. And then Andy and TJ, I bake for them. Mm-hmm. So anytime I need anything, I don't hesitate one minute to reach out to Andy and them. So I just I felt like let, let's just get in our own lane over mm-hmm. here. Let's just get over here and put our head down and do our own thing and, and support them, too. You know, so taking business away. Not that we would. We, yeah. we most likely wouldn't. People get in their habit, but we will find our own our own niche over yeah. there. Well, and, you know, Lakeland is growing. Polk County is growing. And, and you know, there's there's opportunities for everyone to, to make the pie bigger, not right. just share the same right. pie and everybody slices smaller, but let's make that pie bigger, uh, bring people in. And, and something like your business uh, is going to help uh, just sort of in, in the grand scheme of downtown, because now you've got, I'm, I love the fact that you're having more retail because we need more retail in downtown Lakeland. I, like I said earlier, I love downtown Bartow. Winter Haven's downtown is fabulous. And honestly, I mean, I think they have more, re- you guys both have more retail than we do. And I think the reason uh, for that is, is there's lots of them and I won't go on my soapbox, but, uh, <laughs> but the retail is really important. Uh, and we need more of it downtown. That's one of my goals is to try to recruit more retail. And it's really hard. It's a hard business to be in. Obviously, you you know that firsthand. I, I, I said today, I was just preaching today on the fact that it's hard for any small business to stand alone. Mm-hmm. And so the, I, I believe the future is in us cohabitating mm-hmm. together and being a family is what I'm thinking. And so we've got some some great, which we'll talk about yeah. when we come back, some great people coming in from Catapult and some old dear friends of mine, and they're all doing different, all doing things different. So. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, yeah. you mentioned about some of the, the few people that are coming in are our farmer's market vendors, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and we have all these catapulters too. So, and right. they all are, they can't jump from that type of sales, you know, either catapult or, or a booth at the farmer's market to a 5,000 square foot, you know, retail space. That's just not, that's not, that's not going to work. So, so this is a great transition for them um, or even long-term. It doesn't have to be a transition because again, when you cluster those types of products and businesses together, it makes everyone stronger and it just creates this cool vibe and everybody wants to be a part of it. So, yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about who, who you can mention if you can mention. Okay. Well, we'll talk about who is going to be part of unfiltered when we come back. Stick with us.
Thanks for sticking with us. You're listening to Downtown Dish. We have Jeannie Folder, owner of Unfiltered, as the guest today. And she's been telling us all about, but not all about, because we're about to hear the really good stuff. She's been telling us about uh, her new location, which will be opening up hopefully by Halloween, you say? Hopefully by Halloween. So it's under construction right now. You've uh, done significant changes to the site, right? It's not just... We leveled it. (laughs) Other than the beignet cart, it's left standing. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I haven't driven over there yet. Is is the fencing gone? No, it's still there. Okay, so you're going to keep the fence. Everything behind the fence has been leveled. It's crazy there right now. And you're going to be adding some structures. You can add more retail uh, partners in, Mm -hmm. in the place. And so we were talking about uh, you're having Ethos Coffee is mm-hmm. going to be your coffee uh, brand of choice, which we love. Always. We love Ethos. She's one of our uh, loyal farmer's market vendors. We love her. You mentioned East of These, mm-hmm. which has been a farmer's market vendor for a very long time as well. Married her husband in Bartow at Unfiltered. Aww. <laughs> that's yeah, super sweet. They're such a beautiful couple. And um, But there's other farmer's market vendors that you are going to be plucking. Hopefully, you're, hopefully they'll do they'll do both but if they don't there's no hard feelings we are very happy to have them move on to retail that is our goal we can do the farmer's market as well (laughs) okay (laughs) you know that would that would be great so we send somebody over there to do that for us and then um you you talked about partnerships partnerships with catapult so tell us who Mm -hmm. who can we expect to see at at the unfiltered location in lakeland we've got let me say this first we have a few openings left so if you're hearing me out there reach out to us um we're happy to talk to you. We've got some food vendors. Some, we've got some that were there prior mm-hmm. to us that we we have um, talked to them about hanging staying, in there and yeah. staying with us. So <laughs> we have our Noir Kitchen, mm-hmm. and they, we hope, I hope you're hearing me out there, <laughs> our, our goal would be on Friday night to host chefs. Mm. So like I said, we hope, like we our Noir Kitchen, we're hoping you'll take first Friday night every single month. Mm-hmm. And so we want to do that kind of thing. Um we're looking at Flourish of Lakeland. We're looking at the Banditas Girls. Mm-hmm. We want the Banditas Girls to come and take one Friday night mm-hmm. um, a month for, you know, at least three or four months to get a foothold. Um, Doe Bakehouse. Mm-hmm. We're going to have Doe Bakehouse in with us. We have the Vintage Warehouse, mm-hmm. which is out on the south side of Lakeland, she's going to open up in one of our little retail buildings. That makes me very happy. I love I, Mindy. <laughs> I cannot ever, you know, yeah. I'm a downtown girl, yep. so I have a real hard time driving all that way south. Yep. It's just one of those things yep. with me. And I love her. I love her. I got I got to tell you just one thing about Mindy. And I would be amiss if I if I didn't tell this. Before I quit my big girl job, I decided my lifelong dream was to move and buy a farm. So I moved all the way to Brooksville and I bought a farm. And I was eight months in doing absolutely nothing. And Mindy got in her van one day and drove all the way to Brooksville and handed me a check for $1,000 and said, I see you're doing nothing. Mm. And that is not acceptable. Here's $1,000 for you to get started. You better get that market on the road. And so Mindy was with me at the very first market for the Beatnik Exchange up on the farm. And so it's it just... 
it warms every part of me to know that now she's going to come and join us over there. Yeah. And in addition to her, there's also Luke Dickerson, who used to be partners down at Dixieland Relics with Karen. Okay. So Luke now owns an estate sale company, um, Luca Blue Estate Settlements, but he also deals in vintage. Mm. So he was my partner next to Mindy at the warehouses. So now Luke is going to come, Luca Blue Vintage, and they are going to take one of our retail buildings as well. We have Shamika, who is my crazy plant life. Mm, yes. And I hope I'm saying her name. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, but Shamika is going to join us with all of her plant babies out there. Um, we're hoping for Cindy Cat's Closet to come with us. Um, that's all I can think of off the top of my <laughs> head. But we, we are looking for a couple more Friday nighters. We're looking for a true girlsmith and a couple more retail partners. I've got Taylor actually out there hunting for me out of catalog. Very like, cool. Yeah. So the are you doing food on the grill more than Friday and Saturday nights? No, Saturday just, night only. Friday night and Saturday night? No, just, just Saturday okay, night. So foods are Saturday night only? Well, host chef on Friday night. Oh, so host like, chef. Okay, yeah, sorry. So host chef on Friday night, like I know our kitchen and okay. then uh, and Benita's girls. Um, Saturday night, live fire cooking. Okay. So everything gotcha. is cooked on the fire. Okay. So potatoes in the ashes. Oh, okay. Yes, so there's it. food Friday and Saturday nights, uh, I guess, yeah. is my yes. what I was trying to get at. Yes. I didn't say that very well. Yes. So food and Friday and Saturday nights. So the rest of the week, you're closing a little bit early. You're not going to stay open much past seven-ish, I think yes. you said. And that's going to be seven. more the, the coffee, the retail, the hanging out and, and, yeah, and experiencing we'll, the space. Yeah. And we'll carry our normal foods that we carry. We have a chef that's worked for us actually since back in the warehouse days robin ireland and so her and i she's going mm -hmm. to washington with me so she does all of our french quiches mm -hmm. so during the week we'll have our standard menu and then during the week we'll also have some merchandise from dough bake house they'll mm -hmm. be in there every day with their merch and so will banditas girls um and i think it's flourish i think it's saying that right so food every day food but just every not day, necessarily but just dinner light yeah, bite. yeah yeah light bites yeah, and, just and light bites that sounds amazing i'm yeah. so excited i really that's i'm so excited to have a space where the the small retailers can can all come together and that's really uh, i wanted to do something like that in downtown i wanted someone to do something right. like that um so that these uh retailers that are coming out of catapult and coming out of the farmer's market have a place that they can immediately like a do jump a, off. Yeah, do, yeah do a retail space immediately because you know we we love the farmer's market our farmer's market is very right. successful but you know we these folks can could sell seven days a week if they you know if they had the opportunity yeah, so very happy that you are giving them that opportunity yeah. and you have like you said some and space. we have space you yeah have we have space, space so. like for someone that that's doing i don't know any local foods mm -hmm. that can be packaged to sell um we're going to have a whole little charcuterie section in there and you know sell jams and jellies and pickles and all those kind of cool things um so anybody that's doing that yeah we're looking for that well you know you are welcome to come and chat with my farmer's market vendors i won't kick you out if okay I, see you. <laughs> I'll, I won't kick you out if i see you but okay. there's so many of those that have their own uh, the, the packaged foods like you said right. you could have a cute little Absolutely. corner store in there right. of, of of items that people can grab and go uh, on a day that's not a Saturday. Well, we're putting in this custom-made, amazing, um, 
I'm going to call it island. So mm. you're not going to have a counter as mm-hmm. you would envision, mm-hmm. you know, in a, in a restaurant or whatever. We have this custom built counter and on the whole entire front of it. And I remember, I think it's like 19 feet long and that shelving in the front mm. of that. And so as you walk up to that, all that needs to be just, you know, grab and go foods yeah. and things that are local. We, we really want local. Yeah. Honestly. And you will also have a lot of a lot more residents near you. Uh, so it's a it, there's there's an apartment complex that uh, is just finishing up on Lemon, uh, yes. and there's a new one on the corner of Lake and Orange, which is literally a stone's throw from you. If the, if you if you don't know about it. Uh, meaning you, Jeannie, and you, the public, uh, there's uh, an apartment complex going in just across from Barnett Park. So just at the end of that block, I mean, you're going to have, and all those folks in East Lake Morton, I mean, South Lake Morton, where I live, we have, uh, you know, we have several restaurants that are nestled into um, the the neighborhood. We have Red Door, we have um, patio 850. Uh, we have Mr. Fish, uh, and then it's easier for the South Lake Mortenders to walk to Dixieland because we're, you know, significantly closer. East Lake Morton can walk to downtown, maybe a little bit easier. But now I think they're going to be super excited, all the nice. residents in East Lake Morton, to have some place that they can just walk to. That's super cool, and of course they can also ride the squeeze. But to walk to you uh, and and ex- have that whole sort hang of out. retail experience <laughs> and hang out and get yeah. some great coffee and um, some small bites and. Um, some pastries. I think it'll be really exciting. So, well, I we are out of time, and I hate. Uh, it's, I'm so excited. This this has flown by. I'm so glad we had so many fun things to talk about and um, unfiltered. This is Jeannie Folder. She's taking uh, a new location uh, in downtown Lakeland, uh, 801 East Main, corner of Lake and Main. You can find Unfiltered on Facebook you now, can. and mm-hmm. so you can reach out if you're interested in filling up one of those last little spots. Definitely reach out to Jeannie on Facebook. And um, thank you so much for being here. We look forward to you opening in October. Thank you much. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.